Hi everyone, welcome to Dad Scraps. I'm Mark Saul. I'm Matt Hobby. And I'm John Lavelle. Oh, and then you want me to say more things after that? <laughs> uh, so here at Dad Scraps, we are three dads. We're all just trying to figure it out. And rather than keep it to ourselves, we figured we'd uh, share it. Talk about it. So, uh, as we do each week on the show, each of us has brought in a topic to share and uh, kind of get everybody's feedback on. That This week, uh, those topics are... Cars. Lying to your children, parentheses, Santa Claus. <laughs> and uh, talking to your kids' teachers at school. We also have all cooked the same recipe, which is linked in the show notes, and uh, that is our dad scrap meal. And this week, the dad scrap meal is a roasted carrot and red lentil ragu from the New York Times cooking section. And, oh, John, can you tell everyone at home, what is a dad scrap? A dad scrap is the leftover food from your child's meal that they don't finish. It could be anything from cold mac and cheese to a wonderful slice of salmon. But these leftover meals, these leftover food, these bits, you just feel compelled to eat them rather than put them in the garbage. And sometimes you eat them standing over a garbage. Um, they could be both rewarding and uh, very intuitive to your child's taste. So if you have a big dad scrap meal, you probably probably not hitting a home run with your kid. <laughs> And uh, also, you can always find us on Instagram at dad.scraps. And additionally, please rate, review, and subscribe. Do you guys have smart speakers? Oh, uh, no. Like Echo. smart home, like Alexa. Yeah, like yeah Echo. You do, you do it? Yeah. You yeah. do it? I yeah. don't do it. Oh, I won't do it. My wife? No. But you... No. You don't... No. We have nothing in that house. Oh, I guess you She don't. disables you everything a, she can. I thought you She's like, a, turn off location services on your phone. Yeah, she that, doesn't want yeah, anything. So she doesn't want to do saying. facial recognition. She doesn't want right. anything. No, we have a Google Doc, but it's still in its yeah. box <laughs> and <laughs> hidden in a corner. Really? And still, I don't think she trusts it. Oh, my gosh. She does not trust, trust it. it. No way. I don't trust it. It's so convenient, though. When I'm in Mark's house, you just ask Alexa for sure. stuff and she helps you out. When you ask Alexa, do you say please? Uh, I do. Mm-hmm. We do. <laughs> Your well, kids don't. It's very funny. <laughs> well, sometimes they do. Sometimes the kids oh, do. Yeah, so, I mean, do. we try to set, you know, we try to get our kids to say please to anyone, whether they're a person or a, a robot. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they 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 love it. But I have to, like, remind them that, you know, music doesn't just come from a tiny machine that, you know, you just ask for it. It's like you have to... Right. You know, we have a record yeah, player yeah, yeah. too, and yeah. we, they, they yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want, everything comes so easy in yeah. that respect. I agree with you. I think it's important to to reinforce that when you, even when you talk to a robot to say please <laughs> or thank you, be, like, yeah. uh, because if you don't, you set the expectation that when you are asking for service, you don't need to be polite. Oh. Did you All know, right. did you yeah. know there's a real strong feeling that you're not supposed to? shape kids to say please and thank you because that kind of modeling isn't developmentally until they're like four or something like that you could model it really? by you don't say say please you could say oh. would you like this please or here you go thank you you can model it that way but trying to get them to say please and thank you i got oh. i got called out for yeah. it because I I, I I i like it like the, i like my kids being polite. sure sure i hate it when you know they're not hate but i'm like uh, when they're like, uh, glass of water. Right. I have not 
So I, I don't think I quite understand what you mean when you say what I mean is about so when you when you when you want a um, a kid to say th- please for something, you don't say say please, right? Oh, right. Or yeah. you, and you don't say um, how do we say that? Oh yeah. Um, we say you're supposed to model it by saying would you like this please? Just simply like, getting them used to it um, because it doesn't quite compute. I didn't know about that and and I got corrected. Where someone asked for something, he was like, paint. And I'm like, would you like paint, please? Because I'm not giving this to you if you ask for it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the kid just stared at me. I was like, would you like this paint? He's like, now. And I'm like, I'm not going to give you this paint like that because I, I don't like being talked like that. And then someone was like, you know, it doesn't work like that. And I, I looked it up and they there is science behind it. So, wow. so you're just supposed to say please so that they hear it? Get used to it. But not try to get them to say it. Not try to get them to say it just to please just you. To please. Yeah. Yeah. But can you just make them say it anyways? <laughs> I mean, you're bigger than them. You yeah. can. Yeah. <laughs> right? I feel like with, with Roxy, it's basically, you know, she always says like, uh, you know, I have that. And then you go, what What do you say? You know, how do you, how do you yeah, ask? Yeah. We always say, how do you ask for something in a kind way? Mm-hmm. And she'll go, oh, please, can I have that? <laughs> I like how she's like That's a adorable. Southern debutante. <laughs> she... My topic is uh, lying. Now, not lying like you think it would be. Lying about other things. If there's children in the room, please leave. Um, depending on how your parents like Santa Claus, <laughs> lying about oh. Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy, mm. Easter Bunny, li- lying about death, oh. like trying to explain death in a way. If you're an atheist, yeah. you, you, I don't know how much you want to tell a child that you know. I believe that there's nothing after you die. Yeah, I believe that oh little bunny goes nowhere, or yeah. you, you know, right, all those different things. And also, it gets hard because. There's other kids who do believe in the afterlife and Santa Claus, yeah. which, are, you know, to me are on the same <laughs> level of, of believability. But like, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it gets really confusing about how when you're like, oh, I'm going to send you as a representative and I don't yeah. care what people think we'll come up with together and yeah. I want to give them options. Like, well, this is what some people believe, but I don't want it to turn around where you know, some someone turns around and is like, yeah, Santa Claus isn't real. And then it's just a whole cradle cracked open and the, the baby's teeth are on the floor. Because right. uh, that's used to being, not cradles, rattles. Rattles. They were baby's teeth. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, the rattle. Hold on, this yeah. is the topic. <laughs> I think they, they were... put baby's teeth in rattles? <laughs> I think I'm, I'm conflating like seven different like old-timey scary stories yeah. about the sand. And the, the sand, they would throw, throw sand it, in your eyes and the cradle would fall, mm-hmm. and, you know. Were they teeth from the previous baby? Because this baby doesn't have <laughs> yeah. teeth yet. Uh, it depends oh. when you get your first rattle. I guess But so. I guess it would be from like another kid or oh the gosh. family rattle where it's oh, passed on yeah. from generation to generation. But you know yeah. what I mean about lying? Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think. It's not lying. What's another word through, for it? We're going through sort of a similar thing where, uh, and this is really funny, like we haven't totally come together on what we're going to say about like uh, religion or death or these sorts of things. We haven't really had to deal with that mm-hmm. yet. And... I think we're, uh, my wife and I are just kind of kicking the can a little bit because it's a, it's a little bit of a point 
of contention between the two of us. Oh, is it? And so, oh. but the crazy thing that's happening is that now, you know, uh, our daughter goes to a preschool that is attached to a Presbyterian church, and they have started to say a blessing before they um, uh, eat a snack. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now she comes home and wants to say, God is great before a dinner. And we are doing it because she wants, you know, because it's right. sort of that thing. And it just feels like too much to get into mm-hmm. to really try to break it down to a two year old to say, like, well, so at school you say this because, you know. Um, so I, I totally empathize with you. I think for me, it sort of is like a couple different levels, like Santa Claus and those sorts of things. Um, I don't mind lying or, or pretending, you know, I think is maybe the friendlier way to think of it. Elf on a shelf. Elf on a sh- I mean, I, we don't do that. Is that yet. new? Is that a new thing? It's like I've heard about it a couple of years ago. Yeah, a decade. It's it's surveillance, right? The elf watches you, make sure you don't do anything (laughs) wrong. Yeah, it's just it's like a behavior reporter. Yeah, it reports to Santa. Yeah, Yeah, the elf is sitting on the shelf. I mean, like you're supposed to move the elf around every morning, Mm -hmm. and the kids see the elf somewhere else, and they think, oh, the elf is here because it's Christmas time. I need to behave in order to get the gifts that I want. Yeah, I think that kind of kind of goes back to the idea of like treats and dinner yeah. right like mm-hmm. you're not supposed to really get a kid to eat so that they get the treat at the end right you know um you can get a jesus on a shelf and just move it around right right or just all put year it, round all or just year put round. it on the front door you know <laughs> just put it on the front door yeah yeah and yeah. they know yeah um uh, so yeah i i i I'm willing to pretend for things like santa or the easter bunny or the tooth fairy because it's all kind of tied up in this more it's like a gift giving thing yeah right it's like a it's like a pretend story we tell that gets you a gift but yeah when it is the larger things like death and what you believe in i, I think it's, uh, it's it's hard it's tough we gave her a list of every about every like not every religion but a lot of religions and what different people believed in death oh. so we just oh, went wow. through Oh, different beliefs of death and what happened to you afterwards. R- really? And letting her know, you know, this is what people believe. The same thing with, because um, we, we went to a Presbyterian church uh, uh, preschool too for a little while, the praying and stuff. And we were like, well, you know, talk about, because I used to teach religion. So I was like, I could talk to you about it. And we tell her what people believe. Do you want to talk to my daughter about it? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'd be happy to. So while we were there, quick story, um, my daughter made a, a flashlight. Uh, like out of like glowing paper and, and uh, my wife is pregnant and she was going to the school and she's like, mama, mama, let's go into the, let's go into the bathroom and look at the flashlight. And she's like, sure. So she's like, close the door. And they were in the bathroom. All the lights are off. And my mama's, and she goes, mama, mama, look at the flashlight. What do you think of the flashlight? My wife goes, it's great. She's, she goes, mama, what do you think about the toilet? She goes, oh, it's great. She goes, mom, what do you think about the devil? <laughs> <laughs> and my wife was like, what, what? And she got really upset. And we went, we, you know, she, we called the school to have a conversation with them. Yeah. And they're like, we're not teaching any of that. Like, nothing like that. We say a few prayers, maybe, and talk about, like, Jesus is a friend that wants to look out for you. And then she came up again. She's like, what do you think of the devil? And she was pointing to, like, a Tasmanian devil sticker. Oh and we figured this out, like, a week <laughs> later after we had, like, a very self-righteous hour-long meeting at the school. Oh, my gosh. So. <laughs> that is incredible. Uh, but, yeah. So what do you think of 
the, the devil? devil. Yeah. What do I think of the Tasmanian devil? Yeah, what's your take I think on that? The, the greatest trick the Tasmanian <laughs> devil ever played on man was <laughs> convincing the world that it was just a tornado. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. It. that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that religion and Santa Claus can't be conflated into one thing. So we, we, we really believed in Santa big time. And I had this teacher in first grade named Mrs. Granatelli. And Mrs. Granatelli was. Of course about, you did. She was about 90 <laughs> years old. And she was a union teacher in the New York City public school system. She, she didn't care. She, she was fine. And she had a rule that every first grade class around the holidays, she would tell them that Santa doesn't exist. Wow. And oh uh, it was her thing. Like, that was what she did. She, every, and she goes, Santa's not real was her big thing. And it's always like a very heated press conference with a bunch of first graders afterwards. Like, you know, like, well, I saw him in the mall last week. Yeah. all very thick accents. <laughs> yeah. right. Saw him in the mall last week. Explain that in his granatelli. Yeah. And they were like, and she's like, uh, well, he's like, no, that's a helper. It was just a yeah. very big, and the parents knew it was coming. And if you got Miss Granatelli, your kid was going to be told oh my that there's no such thing as Santa. First grade. Um, Brutal. That's how I found out about it. My sister found out about it. My brother didn't get her. Uh, she, he got someone else who was like, so Santa. He, so he, yeah. he still doesn't know. I hope he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> my, I feel like the way I found out, I don't, I don't have like a firm memory of like the day someone told me, but I feel like. So in our living room growing up, uh, my dad had a Lazy Boy recliner. Yeah. And that was like dad's seat. Dad sat in the recliner. Everybody else sat on the couches. And um, <laughs> there was a Christmas Eve where I was like, I'm going to stay up and meet Santa. I'm going to catch Santa. Oh, yeah. And I went and I hid next to my dad's recliner. And I sat there. And I sat there for probably an hour. And I'm, I'm guessing I was maybe... I don't know, eight, 15, nine. Oh. Yeah, 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 exactly. 27. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like the way the living room was, was like my parents' bedroom was off the living room. And then there was a hallway down to my sister and I's room. So like we were, I, from the crouch position next to my dad's brown lazy boy, I could see the light under my parents' door was still on. And like it got later and later, and I was just sitting there, waiting for Santa, <laughs> waiting for Santa. And we went to like late night church services, mm-hmm. so like we would do the sort of like midnight service where everything's with candle lit and the choir sings a cappella instead of with the organ and all that sort of stuff. Ooh. It was very pretty. And uh, I remember like being like, "It is so late. How is Santa not here yet?" And then like looking at my parents' door and kind of being like. I don't think I want to know this yet. I think oh. I'm going to go back to bed and oh. just live with the magic a little longer. Right. <laughs> and so I, I like, wow, that was a, that went a little back very to bed, adult. went to like, bed and then was like, Santa brought the gifts, you know? Really? Was it because you were afraid of meeting Santa? No, and, I was afraid of my, catching my parents. Up I think parents, I was afraid oh. of catching my parents <laughs> and ruining the fun. I yeah. love how you preface this with like I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah, but you, <laughs> but you well, told us like a very remember, like, detailed, beautiful yes, story. I don't yeah. remember like when, like when it was like, now it's done. I remember the moment of like choosing to stay on the team of believing a little mm-hmm. bit longer, yeah. you know. And then I would bet in the next year, all my friends were like, I got Reebok pumps and Santa's not real, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, are you? What What are you gonna do about? I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. I, I think she's probably she's very magical, and uh, her imagination is just off the charts as far as you know what she what what kind of stories she can make up. And 
I was at first like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. Let's just tell her the truth. But now I'm like, well, you know what? She, I think she'll know it's not real. Like, just like she knows monsters aren't real, but she thinks they're fun to -hmm. think about and imagine. Right. That I think along those lines, I think it'll be kind of like this agreement of magic. I I think it'd be like an agreement of magic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where she'll know. That it's probably not real. I don't. I. I don't think she's actually really into Santa right now. She sees him at the mall and she just kind of like gives him a thousand yard stare. Right. Like you know. Yeah. Like my sister used to lock our house because she didn't want him. She just said she wanted to leave the presents outside her apartment door. Like <laughs> she just didn't like him. Yeah. Uh, my brother, our first, his first Santa was uh, at our firehouse, and the yeah. guy playing Santa was really nervous, so he drank a lot. And my brother's oh my like, God. you smell like my uncle, Jim. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we don't have that. But I want to give her a little magic. Yeah. So I think... Yeah. You, Actually, you convinced can, me, Matt. You convinced I need, me. I'm I need Santa. you guys' help in this moment. So my sister and her kids are coming to our place, and uh, they are probably more versed in Santa. They're like six and four. They're mm-hmm. not a two-year-old who kind of gets it and doesn't. Um, I am. We don't have a fireplace. What is the way to say to them that Santa gets in the house that isn't weird? Well, there is a belief that if there isn't a fire fireplace, Santa has this magical uh, thing that happens where he a fireplace gets created for oh. just a brief second. Oh, God, Santa so easy. and Santa just yes. goes down that fireplace, and right. it's like a magical thing. He'll and you make could the show fireplace them. The TV. He'll make the fireplace, and you could show them where you think the fireplace would be. Oh, great! And you could like. If you really want to go for it, you could maybe even leave a footprint with like a little soot. Oh yeah, near it, but not too on the much. Hard, not too much. Gets cool. They'll think it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> but just like a little like like that. Yeah. Um, that's, oh my god. And then like that's a big one. That's like a, that's you. a that's how amazing. are you not gonna do Christmas magic? Yeah, you have yeah. to do it. I think it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to talk about cars. Not like in the sense of like, let's just talk about like, you yeah. know, like cool the, the cars. cool cars. Mark is, Mark is wearing a Ray tank top. Dindy. Yeah. He's just covered in like hot rods oil. And stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit of a grease monkey, if you guys haven't noticed. Uh, I just wanted to talk about cars. And sure. How, yeah, just yeah. how difficult. Like matte just, colors and, yeah, yeah, matte paint jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. And just how difficult it is to decide on what kind of car to get when you have one child or two children uh three children we don't have three children but i can't imagine fitting three children in any of the cars i've ever driven so right that's a thing like uh and i know john you you've hung on your cars for a while and you take good care of them you got a big uh big suv it's a crossover. It, it's a oh sorry, I'm not a oh, monster. Oh no, no no no, it's not a big ass. I just, <laughs> no, it's, it's not, I mean it's, cross. It's, 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 it's barely a crossover. Right. It's not. It's, a, it's not. No, a, it's an SUV. It's no, it's no, a crossover, no. but just it's compared big. to my car, it's oh yeah, and I mean, it's, compared it's to terrible. Like, I guess. Or, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it is. But it is. but you can can you fit three in your Subaru? Um, three three um, car seats in a row. Not. I don't think there's any car that could fit three car seats are meant to fit three car seats across one bench there's none of them 
you, you're supposed to have a second. I could do it in that one, but it'd yeah. be tight, and yeah. you, you couldn't use the car seats you have now. Right. Oh, um, right. You'd have to get it. Yeah, just yeah I, I think about it all the time, too. I saw a guy with a minivan two mm-hmm. days ago at my daughter's school. And he's yeah. a really cool guy. And I was like, minivan, how's that minivan life? He yeah. just, he like walked over to me, like from across the street, like looked both ways. And he walked up, he goes, I was resistant at first. Yeah. But John, I was like, I'm not making fun. I'm no. thinking, was, oh, just, okay. He's like, our life has gotten so much better since we got the minivan. Oh We're not gosh. playing Tetris anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, when my in-laws come to town, I just pick them up in the airport with the two kids um, if oh, we want to have nice. a third kid, we're not rethinking our lives <laughs> as right. much. Yeah, you press uh, a button and sometimes the door opens. Door oh yeah, opens for you. Oh, I mean, gosh. if you're gonna go minivan, Chrysler, because I did a lot of because oh, we Pacifica, got a new car right? recently. Oh yeah, Chrysler yeah. has Pacifica. It's a hybrid. Yeah. It gets like crazy good gas mileage. Our friends have it. I drove in one to the airport. I had to get like a big lift to go to the airport. Oh. And it was a Chrysler Pacifica, and we were actually when we were going away for Thanksgiving. Uh, our flight got delayed and then got moved up. Like, oh. they delayed our flight an hour and a half and then, without notifying us, moved it back up 45 minutes. Oh, my God. And we, like, panic ran out of the house. Like, I, I until, like, three days into the trip, I was finally like, okay, I don't think I actually left anything. Oh, my God. But wow. it felt very nerve-wracking. But this guy had a Pacifica. And I was like, listen, pal, we're running pretty late. If you can kind of, like like safely step on yeah. it and immediately he drove way too fast and mm-hmm. i was like oh this was i never, <laughs> right. never I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have said that at all but i was also like the pacifica's got to <laughs> pick up yeah. this doesn't feel like a minivan this dad scraps like brought to you by christ right? yeah. i mean sure uh no it's it's i've i've seen the pacifica i've coveted yeah. pacifica i have old cars because we i don't know i can't really afford a new car so we have like a 2005. But they're it, also great. They're, they're great, great cars. And I've had they're to learn great. how to like fix them myself because sometimes I'm like, uh, am I going to pay a guy $300 oh, to oh, yeah. Yeah, fix a serpentine? Definitely. Am I going to pay this guy $800 to change my starter? So YouTube, I do it myself. Wow. Um, but like, I remember I almost bought a new car. I was like, four fifty a month, oh, $3,000 yeah. down. Yeah. Or... Nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, the car is paid for. But yeah. it's getting to a point now where I just want something yeah. nice <laughs> or yeah. newer. Yeah. And we thought about it. We we're looking at the Subaru Ascent. Oh, yeah. Which is a That's third a row. One. Third it's row. Third row. You could easily fit people. Yeah. The Toyota Highlander also yeah. has a mm-hmm. third row. Yep. And then the Kia Sorento? Uh, I think it's the... We've thought yeah, about this. I think it's right. My brother-in-law right. has one. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. it just makes life a lot easier. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna go on our trip uh, up north for the New Year's, and um, one of our friends like, can I hitch a ride back to LA? And we're like, <laughs> I don't no. think so. No. Yeah. You won't no, fit. Like, yeah. Yeah. The the space between the two car seats is just it's really just for it's, a backpack maybe. The you backpack, can't pack yeah. up a or human. Very in very or, petite petite like but, worried about them petite kind of person who would be comfortable there right. my wife fits in between the seats it ain't comfortable yeah no i way. would never yeah. with these big hips i would never <laughs> fit between the seats yeah i uh yeah i would say uh, uh if you're looking for an affordable big hybrid old highlanders 
because they're Toyotas, they last forever yeah. and get for a good price. Oh, I just Dad know Scraps brought I just to you by through, Toyota. By Toyota. Toyota. I just went through uh, purchasing a car, and so I did a lot of looking because uh, we wanted size, but also we wanted efficiency. Efficiency was higher on our list for the people at home. Sure. <laughs> what um? What car did you yeah. get, Matt? Well, if I must, <laughs> uh, we uh, wound up getting a uh, Rav Four. EV, so What's that a mean? fully electric uh, Toyota Rav Four. They only made them for three years, and they only sold them in California. Uh, at the time, they were an investor in Tesla, and so it is basically a car that's uh, the whole drivetrain is a Tesla drivetrain, and then the body of the car is that's the awesome. Toyota Rav Four. So cool! It's uh, it was, you know, probably more than I really wanted to pay, but I felt like it was the right time and. We financed it through the credit union, so we got a good rate. That's great. Yep. That's great. What are you thinking of getting, Mark? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I, I'm, I least... Because we have a lot I of opinions. A, I'm, not the, I'm not currently thinking, but in two years, I will have my lease will be up on my Prius. And uh, I, I have no idea. I, I was hoping they would make a new uh, kind of Prius V. Like, they ended like, those in 2017. Ended, yeah, they ended those. But it would be great because I like how how big those are. But I, I'm happy with my car now. But okay. I, I'm I'm always just driving around looking like, oh, that's a cool car. That's cool. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. But I love but, cars. Yeah, you yeah. you love like genuine, and you know a lot about cars. I would. I don't know as well, much as you fix your own. I fix them, but like I don't know as much as like a person who's like, I get Auto Trader magazine. Yeah. And, you know, but yeah. but there was a period of time where I'm like. I'm just going to go on Craigslist and yeah. see what kind of C10 sidestep short bed Chevy pickup trucks are out there. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to go on Craigslist and see, like, I was looking up to a lot of Toyota Highlanders. Yeah. Because that's a really good family car that's also kind of holding on to, like, I'm not in a minivan. Yeah. yeah. I'm in a Toyota Highlander. Yeah. I'm still cool. The thing that my, I would have gone minivan, my wife was like, I won't do it. She Why? has too many. She has such negative memories of having to be the one who sat in the back of the minivan and being really hot. And oh. so she was always like, every time I got in a minivan, I had to go in the back corner. It was always like boiling and there's no AC and it always made me miserable. So I will never get a minivan. But the Chrysler Pacifica has individual AC oh, towards I'm each sure. compartment. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I'm sure like you can be in the third row in the corner oh, and like sure. set your temperature to 72 yeah. degrees. I saw also, she'll be in the she'll be in the front of the car. You won't make right. her Right. I, I keep there. telling her that, yeah, but she yeah, doesn't believe me. She, Do you remember those old, old vans with like the ladder and back? The oh, big, oh like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are cool. My friend Conversion had, vans. What are they called? Conversion vans, because you could kind of, you could sleep in them. They had like a, bar, they had a bench seat across the back that folded down to be a bed. Really? My friend Georgianne had one, and I thought that was the, it was the greatest car ever. Every time she's like, hey, uh, want to go for a pump, you go to the pumpkin patch? I'm like, yeah, you, you guys driving? <laughs> so cool. yeah. I was like, yeah, I was so excited to go on that. Did thing. it have <laughs> like blinds on the window? It had windows? blinds, it had oh, a table. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It had a table? That's so yeah. cool. We had one growing up that we did like a, my parents would we would start our car trips when it was dark like my parents would be like let's put the kids in the car at like 5 and then oh. start the drive at 5am so that they would get like 3 hours of driving in while we were still basically asleep in the car that's awesome right wow. it's like such a good idea I don't know if it would work you know obviously mm-hmm. now y- y- car seats and just like, oh, yeah, the changing yeah, yeah. attitudes of how oh, we right. treat children oh, in cars right. <laughs> right. But the my child parents is... would like lay us on the floor, like would make a pallet of like 
we called it a pallet. My wife says I'm crazy for calling it a pallet, but like <laughs> it would just be like a pallet of like blankets and <laughs> and sleeping bags and pillows on the floor of the van. Pallet. A pallet. That's my a great noun for that. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so we, my parents would like literally bring us in, lay us down, and then we would start driving, oh, and we would wow. wake up as we woke up. We had a Buick LeSabre station wagon with bunker seats. Do you know what those are? No. Stacked. Um, so bunker seats, bunker seats is this thing. It's not safe. It doesn't exist anymore. Where the hatchback part, you'd lift it up and there'd be individual seats. Um, you know, oh, like, like a, an airplane? Yeah, I was about oh. to say when the stewardesses pull out or air flight attendants pull out the, oh, yeah. uh, the, 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 the yeah, seats. The Imagine like seats. four or five of those in the back. Uh, so you would crawl over the back bench and then you know strap yeah. yourself in oh my god uh, like you're in a convoy <laughs> oh my god. i think i like it came up from the floor came up from the floor yes and yes there, there we was... used to ride in one uh yeah and this thing was so rusted that like in the back there was a hole and the kids we would just throw stuff in the hole and then watch it go out the back oh my gosh <laughs> yeah you're like right there you're like what? right above the pavement oh yeah, yeah. We could, wow. you could you could just yeah but you could Barney Barney rubble <laughs> Fred Flintstone this thing pretty easily <laughs> I remember my friend Jay and I used to ride in his parents uh, station wagon in the way back like that and they would do the bucket seats and the back window of the station wagon rolled down and we used to hang our arms outside the back and you know, his mom, like, she, they, they were kind of like the chill, fun parents. And so, like, we would put our arms out the back and they wouldn't give us a hard time. And then we learned to flip birds. Oh, and my And so God. we would just drive around with both of us having our arms out the back, flipping the bird at everybody behind us. Oh, my Florida. God. Florida. Florida. <laughs> Where they call it flipping the bird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not giving people the middle finger? I guess that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we would say in New York. Yeah, give some of the finger. He was the we finger. were always flipping people birds, yeah. Flipping people <laughs> birds. That's flipping so much bird. nicer. There's like right. there's something Norman Rockwell about that. Yeah. I'll toss you a bird. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, no. That's, that's what was your childhood car, Mark? Uh well I my mom drove a van. She drove a, an Astro van. Oh. And yeah. um it became my first car. Nice. So I got to drive that in high school and a little bit of college. Did you like? Were you like the party master? Like you drove everybody around? Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I was in a band, so I, I could lug all of our equipment in one, That's one awesome. fell swoop. Um, that van shaped your identity. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have been been into music probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. 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 I. I. Uh, yeah. It did. It, and it was cool. It, it was. It was fun and. Uh, probably got like 12 miles per gallon. And then my next car was a Prius. So I oh. was like, it's a, that was a big jump. Um, but yeah, I still think about getting getting like a, a Volkswagen electric bus that they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. That's been coming out for two years now. It's still, yeah, it'll yeah. be a while. But that would be fun. The original is one of the most dangerous cars you can drive. Oh, okay. Hopefully there's no front. There is no the, front. It's, yeah. it's you and then the, death. Yeah. It's like whatever you, you believe. This yeah. tinfoil and then another car. Yeah. 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 I still would do it. I'd still drive it. Oh, it's a though. great, great yeah. experience, I'm sure. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah. No convertibles for anyone, right? Uh, no. I... I don't have it anymore, but I briefly had a Jeep Wrangler that was a convertible. Ooh. Um, it was a car that my, uh, when my sister and her husband had 
children, um, my sister was like, you're never putting the kids in this, so um, you need to get rid of it. And it was his car that uh, both of them uh, had been divorced before they got married. And so it was his, like, divorce, taken back, getting Stella's groove back car. Mm -hmm. And so he loved this car. He loved this Wrangler. And uh, (laughs) when my sister was like, you're getting rid of it, he was basically called me and was like, so, I mean, I could sell it and, you know, get some money for it. But honestly, like, just the thought of the car being in California... (laughs) means a lot to me. Really? Like just you I could see you driving it and being real happy in California. Would you want a California would you want a convertible in California? And I was like, Yes. Yes. And he was like, Cool, cool. I'm gonna ship it to you. I'll ship it to you. Like oh, it was the nicest thing. He's the yeah. nicest speaking of Christmas gifts ever. Yes. Speaking of Christmas gifts, he's a wonderful man. Speaking of Christmas gifts, this that Christmas, because we were so broke when we moved here. Uh, and it was like the first holiday that we were here. Um, my sister and her husband got us a car and we got them cocktail napkins. <laughs> like, what kind of cocktail napkins? Like, yeah. Nice Claws. ones. Nice Claws. ones, but still cocktail napkins. Entertaining napkins. Right. Uh, and they got us uh, a, a, a convertible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so my topic is about, uh, okay, my topic is about, uh, teachers and interacting as a parent with teachers. Okay. Right? I feel like, um, I'm still figuring it out. And, and, you know, it's fortunate that, like, uh, you know, Roxy's in preschool, she has teachers, but it's, you know, she's two, her preschool is like social skills, learning not to, you know, learning to use your words to solve disagreements and um, learning to go to the bathroom on the toilet. That's like their main goals for the kids. Um, and, uh, but I just, her teachers don't seem that friendly. <laughs> They're just not like the warmest people. And I am having a really hard time breaking the ice and like it feels like i've I've tried i've tried i've tried i've tried to be really friendly and warm and i feel like i've kind of gotten shot down a lot and uh i sort of feel like it feels weird to go in and now expect to be a little bit bristly at them or like that feels dumb you know um do you feel nervous around them do you feel like what they their opinion of you is very I feel and you yeah. want you're you're you know that they, they're be critical of of you or or and how I don't you know parent. why I don't know how they would be like we are nothing but good g- good to our daughter and good to them yeah. but I feel like they look at me with eyes that <laughs> intimate they don't like me yeah um, which is very hard for me. I like to be liked. Sure. I am a person that is like my bit, one of my big character flaws is I really want people to like me. And, um, it, it, it I feel, I'm sort of like, do I need to address it? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I should just let it go. Like that feels maybe like a worse choice, but it sort of feels like I kind of want to be like, 
hey, hey, is everything okay? What's going on? Why do I feel this like weird vibe from you? Uh, do you have you had parent-teacher conferences yet? Not individual ones, no. Are you going to have them? Uh, I don't know. I feel I like after those will. is when things kind of, you kind of... Clear the air. Yeah, or, or, there or was you like get a, a better sense night. of them. Oh, yeah, but they were with all the other parents, though, right? Yeah, everybody was all together. I think when you have your time with them, if you if you are having a parent-teacher conference, I feel like when you have your time with them, that's, that's when you... I don't know. They're just... You'll get a better sense of how they really feel about about you, and, and I'm sure they really like like you. You're just... You know, Matt, same. I don't get this. Matt, same. Same, 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 same. Like, I had this whole thing with the new school, and I thought the because there's not a lot of teachers, and I was like, I felt like I was doing everything wrong, because I'm at a co-op, so I'm essentially a teacher, too. Right. So I have to engage with the kids, and the lead teacher, who is like, she's pretty amazing. Like, she's a guru. She's, like, amazing, and, and, and she wants to, like, she believes in helping the unit, not just the kid. I've been to places where, like, we just focus on the children. This place wants to help the parents and, and, and all that stuff. But every time I do, I was like, "This she doesn't think I'm good at this. <laughs> like, right, I was right, like, yeah. she doesn't think I'm good at this. Yeah. And I, I had this, like, this narrative in my mind. Like, every time I came, she was like, oh, no. <laughs> this guy. And I'd engage. Oh, and then one day, it, yeah, essentially, she goes, yeah. oh, well, you're here. That's great. It's going to be a great day. And I was like, oh. <laughs> She's like, what? I was like. I wasn't sure if you liked me at the school. <laughs> She's like, were you kidding? And, it, and this was after two months of not saying anything. Right. And I still didn't bring, thankfully, it came up very organically because she said something positive and I could jump on that. Right. Um, but the same, Matt. I want to be liked and I really want the people who are watching my kid to think I'm doing a good job. And Same here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, not the, it's not so much judgment. It's just like we're both doing it and I want to be... Yeah. Part of the team. And I don't, because I've gone to a place where we've toured a place where the teacher was mean to the parents and didn't care and didn't want to engage with them. And her philosophy was just engaged with the student, just the kid. And we didn't like that because you can't, you have to treat the unit. You have to help the mom. You have to help the dad to help the kid. Right. Yeah. They were only with you for three hours, yeah. three days a week. So I guess, can you find out when you have your conferences? Yeah, that's a good I'll find that out. That's, yeah. I, yeah, it's, it, I really try to, like, be, hey, oh, thank you, you know, always, every time when I'm leaving, I say, thank you so much. Yeah. It's yeah. just, <laughs> it's crickets, and a lot of times it's like, mm-hmm, like, I, you know, since it's a, since it's an audio podcast, just imagine this, someone's eyes making this sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed it's it. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's it. And I'm just like, if if you're mad that you're here, that ain't me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Which is... Well, your parents are teachers, right, Mark? My, yeah, my mom is a preschool teacher. Yeah, my mom, my yeah, aunt, yeah. my grandma, my cousin, uh, different uh, age levels and stuff like that. Um, I it, Maybe just imagine all the other parents feeling the same way about you and also really trying to get something out of this teacher maybe she's like like okay like yeah yeah i can't maybe i should be i can't yeah you know like and then she just you know had to change someone's diaper if i could do a a face of a sound to what mark's face was was it was like like, ah, i like ah, it's now like 
But when they do the one-on-one, -on -one, when you get to talk to them, they're not worrying about any other kids or any other parents or anything else going on. They're just there to talk to you. Right. You'll feel so much better. I yeah. always, I always. Have I, you asked other parents like, like because you 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 ask other parents right like how things are going? At the school? Ask other parents how like, things how, like how they feel yeah. about this. You yeah. can't be like, wow, this teacher, huh? And oh, just like right, test right, the water. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. I, I, yeah, I think. How many? How many? How many months has it been there? Mm, since August, so it's two and a half months. Yeah, it it takes a while. I I feel like there were there were teachers at at that were my daughter's teachers who I was like like oh man they don't think I'm. I, like oh they don't think I'm funny or they don't think I'm like helping out or they don't think and I was just putting all this stuff on it and when in reality it's like after five or six months of doing activities at the school and fundraisers and coming in and reading books to the kids and stuff like that it's, that's when they're you know they'll they'll appreciate it and right, they'll thank right. you and 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 then you'll know it's like it's not always you're not always gonna get like like a good job from them and i that yeah. that is what i was expecting for my first like yeah i guess i don't know i wonder if it's tied up in like i i'm sort of like if you're if you're not warm with me how are you with my child oh, oh yeah you good know point. like if you can't uh pull it together to be like to smile for the 15 seconds that yeah. I pick up my Oh, kid. interesting. Yeah. When I am, no matter what's happening in my life, I'm, right. I'm present, right. I'm excited, I'm happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm asking her to say thank you to her teachers, go give them hugs, hey, say goodbye to you, you know, trying to do all these things to, like, help build their thing. And I'm getting uh, eyes, you know? I'm sort of like, well, how, what is that? That doesn't make, give me a lot of confidence that when I'm not here, that you are uh, engaged and engaged warm. with yeah. when warm with the kids, and these are two year olds. They I need yeah. to, you know it's it should be a in my opinion a nurturing environment. That's certainly what they promised it was. Yeah, I think you have a conversation. Yeah, oh, I, I mean it's no, so, it, it's so the worst. But I mean, can I just send yeah. an email? Yeah, send an email. <laughs> no, no, send an email. No. But like, hey, I've been noticing a pickup. You seem like not wanting to engage with me you know i'm i know you're very busy but like i would like to have a conversation sometime and uh, or hey i just want to maybe engage with you sometime i really don't feel like i'm getting to yeah i, don't, I just really want to get a sense you know even don't come at it from a point of, of hostility be like hey is there a time we can meet even for five minutes just give me your coffee order i'll bring you a coffee or something like that no, that's well that's nice, nice too. Yeah. yeah but also can you I could go... tell her that the chimney chimney is <laughs> <laughs> can you go into the classroom and read books to the kids that's for, a... for 15 minutes and then right. you'll you'll because school is so different from when you're picking them up and dropping them off than it is when they're in it. Right. It's like, it's this whole other world that your kid is doing that you have no idea. That you, I always, like, I'm amazed at, like, oh, they're, like, doing all these things. Uh, but that is when you get a sense of how they're teaching is when yeah. you're, you're yeah, around. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, oh. I don't know if they if they encourage that or or welcome that. 
But I that don't know if they be, do, but I, it's worth asking. I mean, I think it's a good yeah, idea ask, to just right? like go and do it, and then and the kids will get to yeah, you get to meet the kids yeah. and stuff. I did. I I feel like I feel like the trend for me is I bring up something on this. <laughs> we have a conversation, and I'm always like, people are kind of dicks, and uh, or like I'm always like I'm always like a little put out by something, and yeah. then you guys are always like. But just give a little more. Oh no, 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 no! Because I, that's how I, that's. It's, I think it's no, just time. It's, it, I just, I do think it's just like oh. I love the sounding board. Oh, of good. You guys okay. Because I feel you're, like it's great. No, it's you're. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I'm talking a big talk. I'm like now thinking. I was like, there is one teacher that I do feel like exactly you feel, and I, I'm just avoiding it. I'm just trying to get the Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It'll t- yeah. It'll. I think it'll. It'll take a while. By the by the end of the year, you'll have such a different relationship with with them. Right. Yeah. In. And then that's when you can decide whether or not they're right. jerks. That's when I can really I, put my foot down about yeah, it. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, I know it's. It's tough. It, it's so scary because you're, you're not you're not there, and, and your kids are just off, having you know, having their own lives, and you're not you're not always part of it in those hours that they're at school, and it, it can be intimidating, and you want to make sure that like, your child is representing you too yeah, at school, yeah. like, like did you yeah. t- tell them how you know how daddy's like such a great. Uh, <laughs> cook did they tell you how daddy made that meal last night or whatever the crazy thing at the co-op there is no mystery they you're there right right right, and they're watching you right and it's like uh it's great but the same you know sometimes i'll see her being lonely in a corner for a few seconds and my heart breaks and then she gets engaged oh yeah there yeah because i'm there yeah but like i remember one day she just sat down on a bench and just kind of was looking for someone to play with and it was like a good thirty seconds, and I was like, "Someone, go to her, oh, go to her." I know. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> so our dad's scrap meal for this week was a roasted carrot and red lentil ragu from uh, the New York Times cooking website. Subscription required. So, uh, Dad Scraps brought to you by the The New York York Times. Times. Um, So, uh, yeah, I I chose this recipe. Um, I like this. It is... uh, it is a. It's currently as as written. It is not a vegetarian meal. It has chicken stock in it, but it is very easy to swap that for um, like a vegetable stock or whatever uh, broth you're comfortable with. <laughs> whatever broth uh, suits your food needs. I mean, you could also just do water and salt. You know, whatever. Oh, that sounds <laughs> terrible, Matt. No, I know. But, Here's uh, your water. But with vegetable stock, it was very good. I, oh, this was one. That I think, it, as my wife and I have been trying to eat vegetarian for uh, Monday Monday through Friday, I have found that I'm looking for. I'm kind of like chasing this like dragon of like some kind of new food oh, that I've yeah. never had before. Yeah. And so I keep trying a lot of like weird recipes that don't really work. But this was one that um, I thought did work. I I really really liked this it's basically like carrots and 
uh, red lentils with like, I would say like Mexican flavors, you know, ancho chili powder, chipotle chili powder. Um, and it, it kind of comes together. I overcooked mine. I don't know about you guys. So mine was real like mushy. Um, so I used You're it as taco to... filling. Oh, and oh it was, there you go. It was fantastic. Uh, they're supposed to. They're supposed to split apart. Yeah, the lentils are supposed to get mushy. Okay, cool. It says in the recipe. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. you did everything right. Perfect. Exactly. I didn't overcook <laughs> it. I take it all back. Yeah. Uh, but I really, I really, to start, I really loved it. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, I thought it was just. I thought, I thought it was uh, delicious and a little bit different and healthy. And this is what you've you've eaten this before before you. Uh, I ate it once before mm-hmm. I recommended it for the group. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was good. Did your do your kids eat soup? Soup, yes. <laughs> Lots of soup. Your oh, kid? did my kids like it? <laughs> no. No, they my, didn't. My like daughter it. won't eat soup, and I don't know a lot of kids <clears throat> that do eat soup. For for some reason, oh. my, soup is a really and my wife who's an OT and works with kids with eating, she's like, soup is a hard texture for kids to really like. Not that they can't do it. But she says it's just it's just not a natural, like a it's stew is just not yeah. natural. Like, oh, great, what's floating in that? Yeah. You know, it's it's a, it's a real interesting thing. My daughter loves. <sighs> That's what I said, because when I was making that, she's like, does Roxy like soup? I was like, I have a feeling Roxy, <laughs> Roxy loves, loves soup. soup. Wow. Yes, Roxy eats <laughs> That's most, more soup oh, than anything. That's, she, that's fantastic. Any, like, like, vegetables and stuff in it, or anything uh, floating around? Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, I mean, really? we, make her oh, like, uh, we make her like a chicken and rice soup that's really good that she loves. There's, uh, uh, I mean, she didn't love this. She, <laughs> yeah. ate, she ate enough of it, mm-hmm. uh, but, um, yeah, but she loves... Soup. One of her favorite meals is called greens and beans, and it's like uh, white beans, kale, in like lemon broth. Oh, oh, that's good. She, that you we did should... it. You're done. Yeah. Uh, tell your tell that teacher that. She won't eat broccoli. She won't eat any other vegetable, but kale. She will eat it. She Great. Will, she like. I have said to her at different times, like where she's like, I don't want to eat dinner, and I'm like, there's kale, and she'll go, okay, <laughs> which is crazy. Crazy. That is amazing. <laughs> um, my daughter did not want to eat it. So we, we've done, I've done a lot of lentils in my house. Okay. Like I do a lot, like I do the whole thing where I deglaze it with wine Ooh, sometimes maybe. or vermouth I oh. like to do it with. Hey. Um, um, but this one I was like, I'm going to do the recipe. Sure. Straight up. Um, I love the idea of roasting vegetables. I love how the house smells when I roast oh, yeah. vegetables. Mm-hmm. The onions on the carrots. The onions and the carrots. Really cool. Like, you know, very light oil and vinegar. I love all that stuff. Um, so I did. I'm used to usually use my uh, Instapot or Crock-Pot to make my lentils, so I like to cook them a really long time, so this was good quicker. Yeah. I was preparing for this, so I started a um, a sourdough starter culture uh, for my mother. She's had it for like 12 years. Ooh. So I picked it up, and I created it, and I baked two loaves of sourdough for this. Wow. Um, nice. And that's a lot of – it's a lot of work. Uh, I, sourdough is a lot of work. I don't even work. know what the process looks like. It looks it's kind even... of amazing. My wife was making fun of me. She's like, are you feeding your other child? Because you have to feed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was really? feeding the sourdough starter. And it grew and it smells. Oh, my god! The bread was so sour. Because uh, I, I did it. I did a really long, I think they call it autolapse. Like a long sure, yeah. bulk uh, fermentation. Yeah, yeah oh really. Yeah. And to because I knew this was going to be a little sweet and spicy. Um, so yeah, so I had the sourdough in preparation for this. Ooh. It went well. 
Um, my wife, I, I use a um, immersion blender mm-hmm. to immersion blend half of it because uh-huh. I like to make it a little thicker with the broth. Oh, yeah. yeah. I made some long grain wild rice Great. to pour on top of it. Oh. And then we, we always do this with lentils, and I know you can't, but we always like do an over, super easy, over loose fried egg. Mm. And as the soup yeah. comes oh. out, I throw the egg on top. Yeah. And the egg gets kind of cooked. It's added a little richness. Bit. Great. It's added richness. Added richness. And then I put a little Parmesan on top. Oh, yeah. And oh then that's, that's what we served. And Chloe liked it. It had a bit of heat. It does have a little bit of heat. Oh, yeah. I yeah. really backed off on the spiciness. I, yeah. I, I put it like half of Yeah, uh, I backed off too. Still still good about a heat. Yeah. It, was, it was great. Not a yeah. complaint. Um, and my daughter would... My wife liked it. Uh, uh, she liked it with the sourdough, uh, which was my first sourdough. It was a success. That's amazing. Success. Uh, my daughter went over. It's just like she went. Oh no no dad. <laughs> and I was like, what? She goes, I don't like that. I'm like, you haven't oh. even tried it. She goes, I won't. I won't. Yeah. That's... This is a person who still told me she likes the she likes the idea of tomatoes. It's like, what do you mean? She's like, I like the idea of them, but not them in my mouth. So instead, she wanted a uh, no joke. It was probably a two and a half foot long carrot. That I found it, and I just oh, gave her that, great. and she chewed yeah. on that the whole time. Sure. Perfect. And uh, but yeah, was, I liked it. Um, I think it's cool because you could just add stuff to it. You right. could put a yeah. little garlic in mm-hmm. if you wanted. Yeah. To, I would probably add like maybe a few sweet potatoes, mm-hmm. something like that. Oh, yeah. But it's it's yeah. it's a good base. It wasn't yeah. that much food. Like it wasn't like I didn't have a uh, lot left over. Really? No, I didn't uh, have that much. We had left over. Like oh. if you didn't serve it over something like rice then i would understand because i yeah oh right yeah we yeah wait did you you didn't put it you put the rice or you served it on rice a little bit of rice yeah Yeah, i didn't do much oh kind of let it stand alone yeah i didn't do a taco filling oh that's great yeah yeah i at a certain point i I was like i'm gonna try this i i kind of feel like it would actually be a really good dip like at a party (laughs) Sure. Like if you, you, you I think you would like treat some of the vegetables differently. Like maybe chop them all in advance and just saute everything in a pan. Yeah, that was hard when you had to cut them afterwards. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, that was was really. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was. I've never done that. I've never done that before. I had to use like an oven mitt and to hold hold them. Yeah. Hold them. Also, I just like swore like very very quietly to myself when I was doing it. Yeah. So hot. Yeah. There's there's that was a little bit of a a whiff in the recipe. I think you just. Maybe chop everything in advance, and then you can roast it. Um, yeah, I don't know why. Uh, with like smaller pieces. Yeah. And then and then toss that in. Uh, but I, I thought I was like, oh man, maybe I could like find a way to like loosen it up a little bit and make it like a dip at a party. You know, but with I mean? those like big carrot chips. chunks, though, how do you do that? Well, maybe you just maybe like tiny chop little the, ones. Yeah, yeah. Sweet, I got Sweet. a big carrot chunk with my tostitos. Yeah, you know you're not serving toasties. You're probably serving like those flax quinoa chips. No way, man. I'm. We're all about corn chips in our house. With all our food allergies, corn is not one of them. I love corn chips. We eat a lot of corn chips. I just eat corn chips by themselves. How was your and by myself? (laughs) Yeah. How'd it go for you, Mark? Well, you guys saw how I chopped the onion. Uh, I, yes. When I chop onions, I wear goggles over my glasses. I put a scarf around my face, and I cut the onion underneath the exhaust fan of the microwave over the You over look the like stove. a burner on the plywood. I, yeah, I guess yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I don't cry. I don't get tears. How do you, how do you cut your onions? Do you know the old wives' tale? Wives' trick? Run water or have a can? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> 
there's, there's like, I think there's like a, a fire there's a in the water. One. Uh, the the light a candle because it's the gas that does it. So the candle, if you light uh-huh. a candle close enough, not like a candle to ward away evil spirits right. or invoke mm-hmm. the magical. Uh, well, it's all demons in those onions. <laughs> you just gotta get the demons away. They hate fire. Yeah. Um, but uh, it it supposedly burns off the. Right. And do you do that? I, I do it sometimes. It I, I don't care anymore. I don't have time. I don't have time to do anything. Oh, so like yeah. even I'm lighting a candle. But trick. I just, I just, yeah, but I, I do that for Chloe. If yeah. she's cutting onions because she's really yeah. sensitive to it. Yeah. I'm not too sensitive to it. Oh, maybe I she just starts. I think it feels nice to cry sometimes. Just, just like, just I like, use the onions as an excuse. That's what you need. Yeah. So yeah. like the onions you need really a little, help me get it out. A little push. Yeah, it kickstarts it. And they do sell onion goggles. We have some. Yeah. Oh really? We yeah. actually have a pair of like onion specific goggles that but the thing is when you wear the onion goggles, your nostrils burn. Because the thing is oh. like it's not getting in your eyes. So oh, like I think when it's in your, your eyes oh. and your eyes water, you're like, Oh my eyes. So but you... when that's not happening, it's still going up your nose and it makes your and you're like, yeah. oh, I guess my nose is probably burning too when my eyes right. are watering, but I never thought of it before. Because I've always been, you know, wiping my eyes. <laughs> Well, also, I think sometimes it's when you touch your hands to your eyes, you burn, you, the garlic really gets Oh, the onion, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Onion gets the, it. yeah. That's true. Yeah, the yeah. little pieces get in there. So I did that. I wasn't sure how, sh- how it said thinly slice the onions. Yeah. So what, you guys are probably better chefs than I am. What does that mean? What does that look like? Am I supposed to. Like chop it up into tiny little pieces, or am I supposed to keep it as rings? It's like that scene in that scene in Goodfellas. Right. What he does is he, he takes, does, a, he razor takes blade. a razor blade of the garlic. <laughs> oh man, I think about that all the all time. All the time. Uh, I think like no, thinly sliced is like imagine half an onion and you're slicing. You're just making slices. So right. still in tiny any, little any pieces. Any time where you're cross cutting multiple times on an onion is like chopping or dicing. It's fine, finely done. It's dicing. Yeah. Slicing is just slicing down, but thinly slicing is making those slices thin. And I think of a thin slice as being a quarter inch or less. I think it's it, it oh. could be as long. I think it could be long. It just has to be thin. Yes, long um, is fine. Were yours long? In Chloe, yours. my wife cannot stand the sight of an onion in like something like this. I'm not into the. Oh, yeah, I have to. I do everything very fine. Yeah, like That's the razor blade so melts in the bottom <laughs> of the pan. No, I, I have to make it. If, you know, because she, she just she, from her pregnancies, she reacted bad with onions. So I just have to like be really, really like the onions aren't there. Right, right. That's how I do. Onions aren't there. The greatest trick the onion played is <laughs> but I, I gotta slice them real, or I substitute shallots. If it's really getting to a point where she's like, I'll get a shallot and substitute. Oh, same taste. Yeah, it's a little easier. A little, yeah. uh, it's a little less, sweeter. Less. Yeah. All right. But, uh, yeah. So I guess I did it right. Uh, and then great. I just I just sprinkled it over the carrots, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then the house smelled really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my oh I my wife said. Uh, from the other room, put some carrots on the side for the kids to eat, just in case. I'm like, that's great. I also put fish sticks in the toaster oven, just in case, because uh, you never know uh, if they're going to eat it. So I put some carrots on their plate. They ended up liking the carrots and the r- cauliflower rice that I put underneath. Wow, he went cauliflower it, rice. I did cauliflower flour rice with some soy sauce. Wow. And my daughter Dead was of the century. And no, he makes the cauliflower well, rice. Well, not, not this time. Oh, not you this did? time. Oh. I have before, but not this you time. Did we did when just we had it as, when we made the Yeah, yeah. That was good. Uh, 
And uh, my daughter loved eating the rice, but they just both did not like the the lentil soup mm. part of it. Yeah. They just, she just, I don't, I think she's told me she doesn't like lentils. It's like, yeah, it's time I listen. I mean, yeah, no lentils for her. They're good yeah. for you, though. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah, they're so good. My mom's allergic to red lentils. Just red ones? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I wonder how true that is. <laughs> That's very interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, our, our experience was Roxy ate some of it and basically said... Uh, she said, it's too spicy. It's too oh, so spicy. Yeah. Okay. And I said, oh, okay. Can you have a couple more bites? And she would kind of eat it when pressed. Whereas, like, she's very comfortable refusing to eat things. But she would she would eat a little bit. So I was like, you like it, but it's just too spicy. Um, and uh, my wife wouldn't even try it. Whoa. Why not? Just she's a vegetarian. You can't be that like, choosy. Look, from the minute, has, like... From the jump that I've been like, check out this recipe. She's been like, I don't understand why that exists. I will not eat it. Really? Yeah. I do not understand the purpose of that recipe. Wow. She's like, that sounds weird, and I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to eat it. Which is actually pretty open. And for some reason, she has chosen this specific recipe to say, absolutely not. Like, wouldn't, wouldn't do it. Wow. Yeah. I, I think... Yeah, my wife ate it. I think she was a little, she was a little, not excited about it. <laughs> like she was, was about, excited about she the salmon. Very... She was really excited about the oh, salmon. Yeah, that was good. The salmon with the yeah, crispy. Salmon. My yeah. wife loved it. She said that she said a similar recipe is in a, a book. I can't remember what it's called. If it's called uh, the first forty days or oh yeah, nourishing after birth. mother yeah. or something. One of those like things for for women to eat after they've mm-hmm. given birth. She said this is something very similar to that. I could check. And you it, your it, wife gave my wife that book. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's and it's great. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought it. Oh yeah, I liked it. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Get ready for more. Yeah, but we need a subscription. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if What's you your password? I mean, listen. Tell, tell everyone, everyone your, your password. password. It'll be yeah. in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Uh, that's our episode of Dad Scraps. You can always find us on Instagram at dad.scraps. Make sure that you put the dot in there because otherwise it's dad's craps yeah. and uh additionally if you guys have any thoughts about uh you know interacting with teachers or uh how to tell your kids that santa's not real <laughs> or um if you have any car recommendations for mark um you can leave us a voicemail just go to anchor.fm slash dad scraps and if you go uh there yeah you just click a little button and uh leave us a voicemail a voice message and uh we'll shout you out here on the show uh so again thanks for listening my name is matt hobby i'm mark saul i'm john lavelle that's dad scraps <laughs>